Let me talk to you a little bit about sweat block. Sweating is very embarrassing. Not really a fan of it. Um, I've got uh, Hugh Hubler uh, that is here. He's like he likes sweating. Uh, yeah. Hi, Hugh. How hi, are you? God. How uh, are you? You like sweating? I do. Well, yeah. What is it about sweat that you really love? Well, when you need to go down a hallway in a, an efficient fashion, you're very sweaty. You can just run and slide on the floor instead of having to oh, walk. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And it helps in crowds. You say it as does. Well. It clears the. You know how like a, a police yeah, yeah. car can clear yeah. a traffic pattern. You, you can, can smell clear. like that. <laughs> you yeah. Just keep Whew. going. Yeah. yeah you can, can smell me now. Yeah. And think okay. we're done Thank with you. you. Thank working. you very much. I apply sweat block wipes at night. I'm protected from embarrassing and uncomfortable sweat for and days. And you don't smell. And I don't smell. People won't get out of the way now. Yeah. Uh, Should well, have they, thought of that they before do. you sweat block. Anyway, you sweat block. One of a kind sweat block wipes. They are really fantastic. 20% off at sweatblock.com. Promo code Beck. You can even get the magic sweat block wipes online at Amazon. Sweatblock.com. Promo code Beck. entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn back program hello america wow we have some uh, i i think good news i mean yes everything's going to hell in a handbasket however however the rate at which it's going is not sustainable for this administration uh, too many things are unraveling at the same time. I'll, I'll tell you about it. Coming up in 60 seconds. First, your credit card debt is getting more expensive all the time. And if you're only making the minimum payment each month, it's overwhelming. You won't find the way out of debt with, you know, 25% interest. Uh, it's going to take you years to do it. And it's going to cost you a lot of money. Here's a way for you to save money and have that credit card debt off of your plate. I want you to call American Financing and just look into the idea of a consolidation loan. They're saving people just like you an average of $1,000 a month, and you could close in as fast as 10 days. Call them about this. You could also be able to delay up two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, first of all, I got to start with a story that I kind of have a problem with. In fact, I think it could go very, very deep, the amount of problems that I have with this. Um n- Neo-Nazis from the white nationalist group Patriot Front clashed with Satanists this weekend during SatanCon, which claims to be the largest satanic gathering in history. Okay. Um, All right. It happened in Boston. 
Boston. Uh, and you have a group of neo-Nazis. And then they're fighting with the Satanists. That's one I'm not I'm not rooting for either side. I, I want both of them to go in heavily armed. You know what I mean? Both sides. What do you need, brother? You defeat those Nazis. You got it. Hey, psst, Nazi, come here. What do you need to defeat those Satanists? Psst, you got it. Everybody else, stay away. Uh, SatanCon, which is hosted by the Satanic Temple, claims to be the largest Satanic uh, gathering in history, which I think we should... I mean, let's take a moment and just be so proud of that fact that in America, they call us the great Satan. I've never really agreed with that. However, I am coming around to that idea a bit. The confrontation happened in Boston again. Why even break it up? Uh, It saw a group of neo-Nazis turn up to protest Satan gone. Patriots were supposedly seen, I can't say patriots, uh, Nazis, because their name is the Patriot Front. Let's not call them that. Let's call them Nazis. Nazis were supposedly seen confronting people attending the event while counter-protesters scream chants of Nazis go home. Now, I don't know who the counter-pro, were those the Satanists or were the Satanists just, hey, we're just trying to mind our own business and sacrifice some children. Now, the uh, news article does point out a statement on the Satanic Temple's site reads, the mission of the Satanic Temple is to encourage benevolence and empathy, reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense, oppose injustice, and undertake noble pursuits. Well, gee, where do I sign up? Uh... They're Satanists. What do you think they're going to say? No, we, you know, we sacrifice uh, little babies, you know, on every quarter hour. Uh, and uh, we like to drink blood. And uh, of course, we're, of course, we're worshiping Satan. Of course, they wouldn't say that. No organization is going to say that they're sacrificing children every 15 minutes, you know, except well, for Planned Parenthood. <laughs> we'll put it in their advertisements. Well, I think also maybe the Department of Education. Okay. Well, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's coming soon. Okay, so uh, SatanCon. When they say it's the largest gathering, can we get some numbers on that one? And I'm I'm wondering honestly if some people thought it was SantaCon. I mean, <laughs> you'd easily misread that. You could. Yeah. I mean, I'd go to SantaCon. That I'd sounds awesome. Santa. Yeah. I mean, the you know, you, and you'd be okay. You'd show up in a red suit. You know. Yeah, so you, you put some horns on your head, you fit right in. You fit right in. There's so, some Santa's going, whoa, 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 whoa what? Um, American Christians demonstrated at the event, held placards reading, Satan has no rights. And mm-hmm. warning those who attended, hellfire awaits. I'm pretty sure they know that. Mm. Pretty Pretty darn sure they know that. Uh, I don't know if that's going to deter them. Kind of out of the box thinkers, those Satanists. Okay, so we got that one going for us. And now let me give you an update on Anheuser Busch. Remember what I told you last? Was it last week? When did this Anheuser Busch thing happen? 
Last week or the week before? Uh, seems like 26 years ago, but it I does, think it was maybe it? two weeks ago. Okay, two weeks ago. So I did a show on TV, and we talked about it here on radio, that I told you about the human rights campaign and something that they uh, call CEI, the Corporate Equity uh, or Equality, Corporate Equality Index. And I told you that some of these companies are feeling like they're held hostage because the Corporate Equality Index is something that is run and it's wildly leftist and extreme. And it calls companies and says, hey, where is your advertising pro-gay, lesbian, anti-American, all this stuff? Where is that? And if you're not doing it, they bring your score down. And every year they give each company a score and they also give a list of demands. As we told you, these are the people that called the insurance companies uh, about a month ago and said, hey, our, our new index is coming out in this summer and you better not be funding anything with, or um, uh, giving insurance for any kind of fossil fuel company. Otherwise, you know, you're going to have some problems. And we know this approach works. They, they use it in politics all the time. There's a bunch of groups that have scores that rate politicians based on their voting records. Mm-hmm. And they say, if you vote the wrong way on this, we're going to lower your score, which means that voters and groups will look at you and say you're less conservative or less liberal, depending on what right. the goal is. Uh, except this one is is more than just we're going to vote against you. Right. This one is, I believe, a terroristic threat. So listen to this. Pro-LGBT advocacy organization is pressing now Anheuser-Busch to publicly proclaim its support for transgender people. They have been facing a groundswell of negative consumer sentiment since enlisting transgender figure Dylan Mulvaney to advertise Bud Light beer. I talked to a friend of mine in Seattle last night. He said, uh... I was sitting at a bar. No, uh, he said I was sitting at a bar. And he texted me from the bar. He said, Glenn, this is out of control for Budweiser. He said, they're out of every other beer. They have plenty of Budweiser. No one will order it. In Seattle? Are you kidding me? Now, maybe it's the one conservative bar where everybody who votes for a Republican is in that bar, but that's remarkable. How about, you know, Stu Leonard's? Remember this from yeah, up yeah, the yeah. Northeast? Grocery store chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. How would you think of it? I don't, certainly don't think of it as a conservative store. I don't think of it as anything. Oh, really? It's a grocery store. It's a grocery store, but I think it has a little bit of a... Uh, a Trader Joe's-ish lean, okay, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, okay, uh, you yeah, know, like you organic, healthy, yeah, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, fresh dairy. Like, that's how I think of it. I never used to think that fresh dairy meant that you were politically left. <laughs> no, but, but but you know what I mean? No, like, I know, I know, I know. You wouldn't know. say it's like... It's more hippie. Right. It's not yeah. going to, you know, maybe carry every, like, sugary cereal you Correct. expect at some of the other places. Bastards. New, a New York Post reported that regional supermarket chain Stu Leonard's had seen Bud Light sales drop by 50 percent and that sales of Coors Light had increased by roughly an equal measure they are done they are done I mean, they're not they can't be what does that mean done not done Budweiser how you Bud Light was the number one selling beer yeah right I mean, you cut that by 50 percent 
that's something you bank on. Oh, yeah. that's It's it's incredibly dramatic. You know, I was at a wedding this weekend, and, you know, you go up to the bar, and they have the, the selection of... No, I don't know what you mean when you go up to the bar, but thank you you're, for you're reminding literally me that an I'm alcoholic. an alcoholic. <laughs> literally an alcoholic. You definitely know what it feels like to walk up to a... So, yeah. you go to... And they had the, the bottles all sitting out there, and I was looking at them, and, you know, like... I've said this before. We do these power hours yeah. on Stu Does America a couple times didn't a year. I know you earlier? I know. I you missed some good times. I, we would have done some good shows back then. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a blast. Uh, but, you know, I would drink Bud Light because it's it's easy to drink. It tastes yeah, pretty yeah. much like water. You get through it quickly. <laughs> it's, you know, it's That's your goal. Right. That's when, your goal. At a power like a hour, it beer is. beer that kind of is like water and I can get through it quickly. Exactly. Why are you drinking it? I don't, that's a good question. <laughs> so uh, you go and you, they have the, the choice of beers there. And I looked at them and like normally i probably would just pick pick bud light and it wasn't even through like a boycott choice for me it was like you know just give me a miller light i don't want to have a conversation right now about dylan mulvaney like i that, that was really the thought that went through my head i if i get a bud light i'll be carrying around and someone will go hey dylan mulvaney what do you think about and i was like i don't want to have that conversation <laughs> and it's like i think a lot of people will go I through that so because even if you don't want to necessarily you don't care about a boycott you don't want to be making a statement about transgenderism we with your drink choice. Want less politics, yeah. not more. Yeah. I mean, uh, we used to talk about social things on this program, and programmers would say, uh, "Nobody cares about the social. We're talking politics here." And yeah. at the time, they were right. Now everything is political. Absolutely everything. Beer is political. So anyway, uh, they wrote a letter and they said, in this moment, talking to Budweiser, it is absolutely critical for Anheuser-Busch to stand in solidarity with Dylan and the trans community. However, when you were faced with anti-LGBTQ and transphobic criticism, nobody's transphobic. We'd like People to stop jamming it down our throats and putting it in our schools. Anyway, um, uh, the actions of Anheuser-Busch demonstrated a profound lack of fortitude in upholding its values of diversity, equity, and inclusion to employees, customers, shareholders, and the LGBTQ community. This uh, not only lends credence to the hate-filled rhetoric, it exposes Anheuser-Busch to long-term business impacts with employees and customers increasingly looking for steadfast commitment to LGBTQ plus corporate citizens. Uh, they then mention that they are doing their uh, new corporate equity index score, and it could hurt their 100%. What are these companies supposed to do? They're all being held hostage. Now, I will tell you, I think if they would say, you know what, we're just not going to be held hostage anymore. Sorry. I don't think they can do it. I really don't think they can do it. I bet you the board is already swayed enough to where it's like, no, we can't lose. We can't lose any money. So they're going to try to play this middle ground and make everybody happy, which won't work. I think if Budweiser stood out and said, you know what? We like the Clydesdales. We like America. We don't have a problem with transgender people. But we're not going to be held hostage by anyone. 
No. That person that came up with this campaign cut our profits by 50% in one day. She's fired. We're never going down that road again. We're a beer company, not a political company. Play your politics with other companies. That beer would go through the roof. Through the roof. Bud would be number one and would have real brand loyalty. How far is that away from what they actually did, though? I mean, they came out with a statement that said, we never intended to get into the middle of a conversation like this. And they suspended the lady who was responsible for it. Suspended. Now they're being threatened by this Human Rights Commission. See if they turn around. (laughs) Let's see if they turn around. Now they're being threatened. Now they should come out and they should have a corporate statement. We have been threatened by this organization. And what they're threatening is to go after our finances, go after everyone. This is a hostage situation. There is no difference between somebody who does cyber attacks and holds companies' uh, mm-hmm. passwords and money and operations in exchange for money. There's no difference between that and this. They are saying you either comply and do what we say or we're going to destroy your company. That is terrorism. If the first huge company that comes out and says that, everything's going to change. Everything will change. Back in just a minute. Let me tell you about Legacy Box. Uh, You are the historian for your family. Um, You know, if you listen to me, you know that I am uh, doing everything I can to save and preserve America's history on all fronts. And one piece of history that only you can preserve is the history of your family. So take the pictures that are in a box, take the slides, the film, the videotapes, the tapes that, you know, I had in a box. I don't even know what kind of format that is. Something, you know, when formats were changing and tapes were changing so fast back in the nineties, I don't even know what it is, but legacy box does. And they can, Take all of it and digitize it. You can put it on a DVD. You can leave it on the cloud. You can do all of it. But you've got to digitize all of your pictures and your videos and your films. Otherwise, they're going to be gone. You need to digitize those things so you can preserve the truth of what our lives here in America were really like. It's so important. For a limited time right now, you can go to LegacyBox.com back legacybox.com slash back join me on our american uh journey and preserve history your families their best mother's day sale ever is happening right now take advantage of 60 percent off legacy box just send it in when you're ready 60 percent off at legacybox.com slash back legacybox.com slash back 10 seconds station id So did you see the um, uh, statement from Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito? Yeah. What the heck is that? <laughs> the <He's>, truth? <laughs> yeah, the truth. Yeah, yeah. He said, I had a pretty, I have a pretty good idea of who leaked 
the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization draft decision last year. I personally have a good idea of who is responsible, but that's different from the level of proof that is needed to name someone. But it was a part of an effort to prevent the Dobbs draft from becoming the decision of the court. And that's how it was used for six weeks by people on the outside as part of a campaign to try to intimidate the court. Those of us who thought we would be in the majority thought we uh, thought to have approved my draft opinion. We were really targets of assassination. It was the rationale for people to believe that they might be able to stop the decision in Dobbs by killing one of us. This is your Supreme Court. And you haven't found out who was aiding that yet. And you know they can. It's not that hard in today's world. You have nobody after a year. And remember, it was uh, our, our dear Justice Department leader that testified, a guy who was going to be the Supreme Court justice if the Democrats had their way. He, he testified the FBI had to make all the decisions on the ground. We didn't have anything to do with it. Not true. Merrick, Merrick uh, gave the uh, orders of stand down, don't arrest anybody. We're not going to try them. The g- people tried to kill them. And it is against the law to do what they were doing outside of their houses. But nothing happened. And now you have Samuel Alito coming out and say, yeah, we were afraid for our life. We're not now because we have security, but we were afraid for our life because we knew this was an attempt at assassination. Holy cow. Your goal is to protect a policy that's killed 65 million people. I mean, how can an assassination feel like it's over the line? Scary. Really frightening. All right. Back in just a minute with more. The Glenn Beck Program. Clock is ticking. What clock is that, you ask? The one that's counting down to the moment when you're going to need repair done on your car. That's what, that's what clock I'm talking about, mister. Your warranty, if it's expired, the clock has started. Now, maybe it's a long way off. Maybe it's right around the corner. I don't know, but it's going to happen. And when it happens and it's a big fix on your car, it's going to throw everything up in the air and just wreck all of your best laid plans. There is a way to avoid that. It is Car Shield. It offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget. It covers more parts than ever before, and you're going to want them at the time that costly repair is finally at hand. You also can count on Car Shield to be there when your car breaks down. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, all at no extra cost, and you lock your price in today, and it will never go up. Car Shield, 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100. 
carshield.com slash Beck. Save 20% now, carshield.com slash Beck. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn to get your subscription to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. So the ATF, uh, you know, is just making up things as they go along uh, and with help of the last president and this president. uh, I was very upset when Donald Trump uh, went for the bump stock ban ban. That's not something you can just do. And you don't want to give that power to the ATF. They don't have the power, nor does the president have the power just to do that. Congress establishes the laws. Um, Well, thank goodness it's been what? How many years? Four years. But they finally overturned this. Uh, Now, this is it's going to go to the Supreme Court. But they've uh, the latest ruling on the bump stock is that the ATF contradicts itself. It has no right to do it. Congress has to act. If they don't, tough beans, when they can't get it right, how is the American citizen supposed to get it right? They overturn the ban. That's the second court of appeals that has gone through. It's going to go to the Supreme Court, but that looks really good and might be of help uh, with the pistol brace ruling. Um, I have several friends that have, well, I don't know them personally, because I think they're extremists. You don't know honestly. your friends personally? No, not these friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, irresponsible. They lost, they, they've lost a lot of their guns on boating accidents. Oh, no. So very irresponsible. But anyway, um, that have these pistol brace guns. And uh, at the end of the month, it's a felony to own one. Is that, can that possibly be true? It, it is until the court rules differently. <laughs> it's insane. So uh, Stephen Gutowski is with us. He is the founder uh, of TheReload.com. He is a, a journalist. And I've been looking for somebody who's not an activist, but somebody who actually is reading all the laws, knows what's really happening, and can talk to me at that level. Stephen, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. You bet. So... Where does this stand, and is there going to be any kind of injunction on this by the end of the month? Yeah, so it's set to go into effect by the end of the month, and anyone who has a pistol brace equipped rifle with a barrel that's got, that's shorter than 16 inches will be considered to be in possession of an unregistered um, NFA item similar to an unregistered machine gun and uh, could be prosecuted for a federal felony. But uh, it, it is possible there could be an injunction before that date comes down. As you noted, there is significant reason to think that this rule is going to be in hot water in the courts because of what's happened with the bump stock ban. I got to believe that there are uh, Americans that would uh, say over my dead body and will challenge it in the court by Go ahead, come and get it. I'm not really one of those. I would, uh, I would like to uh, pick another hill to die on. Um, however, 
uh, you know, one would consider it. I would consider it because I'd be the kind of guy they would come for first, you know, to make an example out of everybody. Uh, but you are talking a felony charge, which at least in New Jersey, I know some of the gun charges are like 20 years in prison. Yeah, a federal felony charge under the National Firearms Act is, uh, you know, up to 10 years in prison. Now, there are a couple of ways that you can comply with the rule. Uh, one is by registering your gun nope. with the ATF. Not going to um, do that. <laughs> they, they've, waived, they've waived the fee for that. But Oh, uh, that's nice. Now, hang on just a second. Let me ask you. Uh, uh, you know, I have a stamp for some automatic weapons that I've owned for years and years. Uh, and you have to do it the right way, get the stamp. I know I couldn't take possession of that gun until I had the federal license to do it. And if it's ever separated from the gun, I'm in trouble. Uh, so what is the what is the deal? You, they're asking you to turn yourself in while you have the gun and asking for the stamp, which could take a year to get. Aren't they setting you up? I mean, because they won't tell you that as long as you filed, you're not going to you're not going to be charged. That is what they're saying, that as long as you file by the end of the, the period, the grace period here at the end of May, uh, that you won't be charged. Oh. You know, if, it, if it's processing, there's a, you can also remove the pistol brace. You can separate it from from your gun. That's another solution that they propose, although they do say that you have to remove it in a way that you're not supposed to be able to Put reattach it, it. Yeah. So yeah. how, uh, how would you, imply do... you have to destroy the brace? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's nuts. So several States are going out. I know Texas is going after this, but I haven't heard anything on it. Where does this, yeah, so where, the... where does this stand in the courts? There was uh, a ruling late last month, uh, or sorry, early last month, that uh, denied a preliminary injunction in the Fifth Circuit, which is where this case kind of has the best chance of succeeding because that's well, one of the circuits that had the bump stock ban ruling, uh, you know, against the ATF. Uh, but so it, 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 the real question is whether any of these other cases, and there are numerous other cases, will actually get an injunction before the deadline hits. Uh, I mean, certainly you would imagine that that is obviously what the plaintiffs want, and the judges will be mindful of this upcoming deadline. But as we saw in the bump stock ban case, that was five years in the making. Uh, no, no judge acted before that deadline went into place, so uh, it's entirely possible you won't. That you might win eventually in court, but it might be yeah. years after. So tell me about the the ruling that happened uh, last week on the bump stock ban. That that seemed to be the judge saying, you know, the FBI or the uh, ATF doesn't have any jurisdiction here to just make up laws, especially laws that contradict their own experts and their own people. Yeah, so they relied on something called the rule of lenity, and this played a big role in the Fifth Circuit ruling, too where essentially because the ATF has basically flip-flopped on whether these devices are legal or whether they're, they should be captured under the NFA like a machine gun is, uh, that makes it impossible for the average citizen to be able to discern what they're supposed to do with, this, with these devices that they bought legally. 
And so you can't criminally charge anyone for this. And that's what this, these rulings have come down under. Uh, it's, which is interesting because you'd think that the fights over the bump stock ban or the pistol brace ban or the so-called ghost gun ban would be about the Second Amendment or even, you know, uh, the agency overreach. But instead, they've mostly been about this rule of lenity principle. Um, every every time I file taxes, I'm just going to say rule of lenity uh, over what and over again. What the hell again. is lenity? What does that mean, lenity? <laughs> it means that if, the, if it's not clear to the government what the law says, you know, for, so for instance, the ATS taxes. used to say that pistol braces are perfectly legal. They had said this for over a decade, and they sent out a bunch of letters on a bunch of different braces, and now they're saying, never mind, these are not legal on their own. You You'd have to, they're NSA devices. And so, because the NF, the ATF doesn't even have a, a good grasp on what the law actually says when they're interpreting it, your average citizen can't be expected to to know that either. Stephen, is there, is there other uh, forms of attack on the bump stock ban? Because, I mean, what, what concerns me about it is, as you mentioned, the Second Amendment, generally speaking, but also executive power as to how they can control guns. I mean, this came from a Republican president, so most of the Republicans who would usually stand up and say this is a Second Amendment violation were didn't. silent. They didn't say much of anything and just allowed this to occur. I worry about that precedent being set. Is there a challenge in the courts to this that can maybe make a difference? Yeah, I mean, the, the Fifth Circuit ruling on the bump stock ban did touch on, I mean, they both, the Sixth and Fifth both talked about rule of lenity, but the Fifth Circuit also talked about the Administrative Procedures Act, which mm-hmm. is what governs, you know, how much power uh, federal agencies have to interpret the law. And they essentially said, what you guys said at the beginning of this segment, the ATF doesn't have the power to just determine that a bump stock is a machine gun when clearly the the statute's text contradicts that uh, because, you know, a bump stock, you still have to actuate that trigger. You still have to pull that trigger every shot you take, which is different from the, the definition, the, the law's definition of what a machine gun is. So th- there is that aspect to these cases. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the... The point is is really vital here. This bump stock ban that Trump did really laid the groundwork for what Biden has been doing yep. with his ghost gun ban and his pistol brace ban. They're basically the same logic, and they're but uh, additionally they're open to the same lines of attack too for that same reason. Well, it's uh, it's interesting to to me that uh, you know we we will remain silent on our side. And it's why we have to stand up. You know, and and reach out when it hurts our side, if it violates principles and those, those the, because once you violate the principle on your side, you open the door up for the next. I think this is why they worked so hard to uh, get Donald Trump to nationalize the the drug uh, search for uh, for covid and and tried to nationalize all these companies and say you've got to make these things uh to uh, you know like uh, the uh, the masks i think they didn't want that for that time they wanted that precedent set by him maybe i'm wrong hmm. um all right well thank you so much i i really appreciate it Stephen. um thank you thank you you bet bye-bye um his site, by the way, the reload.com is very good. If, if you really want to understand these issues, he does a lot of deep dives into the intricacies. And 
and he's all of this stuff is rule of lenity stuff, right? I can't understand any of it. I, yeah, it's I mean, all impossible. That, to how understand. is that not an argument for taxes? Because <laughs> yeah, no every single yeah. person says, I don't know. I'll give you a great one right now is if you happen to be in the world of filing cryptocurrency taxes. Holy crap. Do they not have any clarity whatsoever? Coinbase is threatening to move its operations off out of the country. Because they will not give them any regulatory clarity on what's going on. They've asked for years to just try to give us the basics of what you want us to do here. They won't do it. Uh, and this is constant in the world of taxes. And, and I think firearms is just as just as critical. Except for the fact that with firearms, if you mess up in any small way, you go to prison. Right? Like, at least with taxes, you'll usually get a penalty and have a chance to pay it back. You won't. Well, maybe not me particularly, <laughs> but some people do. Yeah, I know. Um, but I, 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 it is the tool of authoritarians to have the law so vague that mm-hmm. you can interpret it any way you want. That's why you don't allow the administration, either Republican or or um, Democrat, to make laws that is in the constitution that power belongs to congress those are the people you vote out you don't like the law you vote those people out what they've done is they're such cowards they long ago just let the administration well the secretary can decide that no no they can't the atf can't decide what is a law They don't have that constitutional power, but we've all accepted it. It's got to stop. There's a great Twitter account called at a crime a day or at crime a day is what it is at crime a day. And each day it features a new uh, ridiculous standard. Like the, the most recent one they have up there is what is the divide between calling something a pie and a tart? And in case you were wondering, a frozen cherry pie can be called a frozen cherry tart only if the diameter is not more than four inches. A five-inch frozen cherry tart may be considered misbranded and expose the pie maker to criminal liability under 21 U.S.C. 333 and 343. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's a, Mike Chase does a great account. I wonder if that's why McDonald's calls them apple pies instead of an apple tart. I guess. You know, because they're about... Five or six yeah. inches, aren't they? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Oh, so stupid. So <laughs> stupid. All right, back in just a second. Um, in order for me to form a company called Real Estate Agents I Trust, I had to make sure that we found a lot of really good, hardworking, honest real estate agents out there that I could trust in the first place. Politicians I trust, not going to happen. Real estate agents I trust is a company that can help you find the right real estate agent in your area. We only work with the top sellers. Uh, If there's not one near you, we're not going to recommend one. Buying and selling a home is really hard work. You need somebody who really knows what they're doing, and they are cut from the same cloth. They understand you. They understand what you're looking for. They listen to you. They have the best business practices to get your home sold for the most amount of money in the shortest period of time. It is realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now, realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. 
Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Glenn, let's say you wanted to ship some live scorpions. <laughs> okay. Now, is this is this another way for me to go to prison? It is another okay. law you need to be aware okay, of. Okay, all right. Uh, now I'm I'm in the live scorpion shipping shipping business. business. Okay. If you are to ship live scorpions, yes, by law, uh-huh. they must be inside a box. Inside a box. That's a good way to ship scorpions. <laughs> right. Yes. So that's a good start. Right. And that box must be labeled live scorpions. Okay. Okay. That's now, another good safety tip, I think. However, that box uh-huh. must be inside another box, right? which is also labeled live, live scorpions. scorpions. Now, this is not the case with dead bees. <laughs> if you happen to be shipping dead bees, right. they just need to be inside a box labeled dead bees, but not inside another box also labeled dead bees. All right. Scorpions, two boxes. Mm-hmm. Scorpions on both boxes. Dead bees, one box. Dead bees on the outside, on the outside, of, the outside of the box. So okay. there you go. Nice and easy. Oof, good. I was going to. Also, don't uh, leave the country with that, with too many nickels because that's illegal. What? $25 is the maximum amount of nickels you can go. And that's only for amusement purposes. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program.